Today we are doing a human events special post row America. We're going to break down everything that's happening as this fantastic era of history, an epoch of history, a new epoch of history is uh, beginning here in the United States. And we need to celebrate this new epoch. We need to celebrate this era of the new right. And what's the better, what is the best way to do that? It's simple. Come and join us. The celebration will begin. Tampa, Florida, Turning Point USA, SAS, July 22nd to 24th. We are going to have appearing together President Trump and Governor Ron DeSantis at the same event. Use promo code POSO, all caps, for 25% off. And make sure you go to tpusa.com slash SAS. Reserve your tickets, reserve your space immediately. You need to secure access to this event. We're putting the link in the description, tpusa.com slash SAS. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's human events special post-row America. And we are powered by Turning Point USA. Today's June 27th, 2022, Anno Domini. First up in today's special, riots have erupted across the United States amid the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Next, big companies say that they will be paying for abortion travel. Thank you, Woke Capital, after the Roe reversal. Third, pro-abortion activists are threatening a sex strike, apparently, in response to the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe. And then finally, Texas spending $100 million to support alternatives to abortion like adoption. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. I guess the pandemic's over. What's wrong, sir? You like killing babies? You love killing babies? Love killing babies. You love killing babies, huh? So right there, you can just see completely unhinged individual going at Drew Hernandez, our Turning Point host, or my fellow colleague uh, for here at Turning Point over at Frontlines, screaming at him, getting in his face. And apparently Savannah Hernandez, right, my good friend, was also filming that clip. Uh, she, of course, was the one who filmed the clip of me at Davos getting detained and so much stuff. So Savannah is everywhere. Fantastic work by Savannah and Drew for having that out there. And so we also saw across the weekend just insane levels of violence. I'll go through a couple of the headlines. Um, where's he, where do we have it? Um, a suspect was accused of using a flamethrower in an attack at a Los Angeles Antifa riot and apparently has been charged with attempted murder. Next death to SCOTUS spray painted in Portland, Oregon during a second night of riots, a pro abortion man that you just saw him screaming at the Supreme court. And then we also saw in the city of Phoenix twice, two nights in a row, they attempted to breach the Capitol. These rioters. At one point, actually, they actually, they found out that the, you know, in Arizona, because Arizona, keep in mind, that's an open carry state. Some of those state senators were posting pictures from inside while this was all going on saying, uh, we're strapped. You don't want to try this. You don't want to threaten us with violence. But understand, understand this is what's going on around the country. You know, speaking of Arizona, by the way, I looked up what Arizona's abortion law was. This is very, very interesting to me because in some of these states, I saw a lot of people making this comment. They said, well, you know, Los Angeles, D.C., New York, aren't these all places that would probably still have abortion anyway because it's being kicked back to the states? I said, well, obviously, it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter because to them, 
Roe v. Wade, right, was sacred. You have to understand this if you want to understand the reaction to it, that Roe v. Wade was sacred. It was like their, their holy doctrine, their holy doctrine, right? Roe v. Wade was holy doctrine to the left. And so by overturning it, you are now committing sacrilege. You're committing blasphemy. You are, you are attacking the very religion that is leftism itself. But what's interesting about the state of Arizona, so I looked into this a little bit. So Arizona had banned abortions, put a criminal ban in back in the 1800s, similar to Wisconsin. We talked about that last week. So Arizona had their ban in. Now Roe v. Wade comes in and says, well, bans are unconstitutional, so you have to allow abortion. And so following that decision in 1973, the decision on Roe v. Wade, Arizona passed laws regulating abortion, but without actually banning it outright, because that initial ban was declared unconstitutional. So here's the interesting question. Now that the Supreme Court decision has come out striking down Roe v. Wade and struck it down in all 50 states, right? So it will revert to that state's law. The question is, which law does it revert to? Does it revert to regulated abortion or, and here's what's very interesting, that ban of abortion in the state of Arizona, it was never taken off the books. It was never actually formally repealed by the legislature of Arizona. It was just, well, it was declared unconstitutional by the Supreme Court, and so you didn't need to do anything. So technically speaking, if the state of Arizona, if the legislature and the governor there, Doug Ducey, don't actually repeal that law, then I believe it's 30 days. There's a 30-day kick-in period on this. That if they wait, just wait the 30 days, then boom, it goes right back to abortion being completely banned. And so this is the issue that you have is that you've got these blue cities, right, that are in these massively red states. So Phoenix being within Arizona is a good point of this. Atlanta being in Georgia, red state with a blue city, is another example of this. Those are the areas where you're probably going to see the actual most violence and that you'll see the actual turnovers. Pennsylvania to an extent, Philadelphia, right? Pittsburgh has some blue in it. The problem for them is the rest of their state ain't like them. The rest of their state is sane and normal, which by the way, if you go look at, at Europe, by the way, this is really putting the United States in line with what goes on in Europe, because in Europe, abortion is regulated pretty much just first trimester, right? You don't see partial birth abortion in Europe. These are the, the same left, by the way, that's just now, uh, you know, pretending like they're realizing this. The same ones that say, well, we love European health care. We love the European health system. OK, but Europe strictly regulates abortion in many of these countries. Then again, there's Poland, of course. They don't regulate abortion at all. They just ban it outright. As a, and so I'll have to leave this on that line as always. Be like Poland. America, I'm renouncing my citizenship. We've established a fund in the state of New York to pay for individuals traveling to New York to seek abortions, for lodging, for daycare. This is a state that respects the right of women to choose. So the big headlines that you're seeing now across the end of Pride Week, as we're seeing here in the United States, is that all of the woke capital, the woke companies, they're participating in the ESG scores, they're participating in the Great Reset. They have all announced that they are going to be paying their employees, creating a new benefit, that if you reside in a state that does not allow for abortion, they will pay for you to travel to another state in order 
to conduct an abortion, perform an abortion. Go through a list of some of them we have here. Microsoft, Meta, Yelp, Uber, Disney, Netflix, Bumble, Match Group, Box.com, Levi Strauss, Comcast, NBC, Warner Brothers Discovery, Condé Nast, J.P. Morgan, Nike, Starbucks, Dick Sporting Goods, Kroger, Alaska Airlines, Goldman Sachs, Zillow, HP, Hewlett Packard Enterprise, Accenture, right? Again and again, we've seen so many of these big companies that are saying this, they're putting this out there. And understand, it's probably the most dystopian thing that you could hear of, right? Far worse than anything that's in The Handmaid's Tale. Because what do you have? You have a giant corporation telling women, you need to be at your desk. We will not pay for maternity leave. We will not pay, right, or give, or give you a bonus for having children. No, no, no. But we will pay you to go and kill your children so that you can be back at work by Monday at 9 o'clock. So here's my question, though. Here's my question. Just, just go with me here a little bit. What's the enforcement mechanism for this? Right. So let's say I do travel. Right. I've got to come back. Let's say I'm doing a turning point trip. Right. So I'm going out, you know, going somewhere. We just got back from Switzerland. We did a turning point. I got to show my expenses, the hotel, et cetera, et cetera. Right. You've got to send in the receipts. Then you get a reimbursement or, you know, you work the organization you plan in, in advance. These companies are I guarantee I guarantee you they are not going to be checking to see whether or not you actually got an abortion. So the way I look at it is. If you're at one of these companies, boom, free vacation. Where are you going to get your abortion? You going to Hawaii? You going to Alaska? Right? Bleed them dry of every red cent you possibly can. Use this policy to its utmost fullest. I encourage every single employee, every female employee of these companies to go say that you're going to do this and then boom, free paid vacation. Do you even need to use PTO? Probably not. Right? Just go ahead. Just say, oh, you know, I've got to go. I'll be out for a week. You know, maybe two because you need the recovery time as well. So it might, might end up being two weeks. So I'm going to need the airfare, right? And obviously I couldn't fly coach, you know, because, you know, you know, having a medical operation here, you've got to sit and cover not just the not just the economy, right? We're talking economy plus business class, right? Easily, easily. Maybe even one of those sleeper seats. If you're on one of those... Um, you know, uh, 787s, right? The Boeing 787, you might need the sleeper seat all the way up in first class, bleed these companies dry. And then the next question is, of course, well, I mean, the company's not only applying these to biological females, right? I mean, what if you're someone who identifies as a pregnant female? Go to your company, go to your HR department and tell them that you identify as a pregnant female and that you need to go conduct your abortion in Alaska or Hawaii. And then you see if the company denies you. And if the company denies you, guess what? Then you can sue, right? Over, you can sue over discrimination based on your gender identity. How dare you? How dare you go against my gender? Are you trying to tell me, are you trying to tell me that I'm not a woman? That I'm not someone who could be pregnant? Men can get pregnant now too, I'll have you know. And how dare you, J.P. Morgan, Dick's Sporting Goods, Walmart, Tesla, how dare you stand in the way of me as a non-biological female, but someone who identifies as a uterine, what are they called, a menstruating person. I identify as a menstruating person. And so I'm going to need time off for that. The way you actually beat these things, right, is to aggressively agree with them. This is how you beat bad policies. Aggressively agree 
and make sure that everyone has to pay up. Woke companies have decided that they are going to be paying for travel so that their employees can access abortion services. Yes, that's right. In states where abortion is going to be banned or outright regulated, these companies have decided that they are going to subvert the will of the people and then pay for their employees to go out and kill their babies and then return to work on Monday morning, right? If we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. These companies, we see what they're doing. It's time for a change. And that change starts with you and your wallet. And that's why Human Events Daily is proud to partner with Public Square, the largest directory of freedom-loving businesses our nation has ever seen. Public Square is the first app that connects freedom-loving Americans with their local community and businesses that share their values, you know, outside of the businesses we just talked about. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never cancel you for political views, Public Square is your guide. Just download the Public Square app. It's so easy. Apple App Store, Google Play. And it's it's simple. It's like, you know, when you want to use get cheap gas, you go to Gas Buddy. When you want to find a traditional value company, you go to Public Square. You can also list your business for free so your local community can find you today. Download it today. Public Square. That's Public SQ, Public Square. Women in the world have conducted sex strikes in history. In 2003, oh. a sex strike, a strike helped, helped to end Liberia's brutal civil war. Yes, and the did. woman who, charged, who started it was awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. Yes. In 2009, Kenyan women enforced a sex ban until political infighting ceased. Within one week, okay. there was a stable government. Okay, oh. so we have more power than we think we have. And some of it could be right in the bedroom. Just saying. A sex strike. They're calling it a sex stri- a sex strike, really. They're saying we are going to overturn. We're gonna hold out on you. We're gonna I don't know why they talk like Danny DeVito, but they're talking like Danny DeVito. We're going to hold out on you. And you're not gonna get anything. Our legs are gonna remain closed. Unless, of course, you want to get pregnant and then take care of us for the rest of our lives and take care of the children. You've got to raise them. That's what you've got to do. We're gonna demand this. And until we do. We are going to stick with this. I'm just like, hmm, hmm. Hashtag accidental Catholicism, right? So ladies, here's my proposition, okay? Here's my proposition. Just go with me on this. Hear me out. It's, it's like OnlyFans, okay? It's like OnlyFans, but you get one customer for the rest of your life. Right? One customer. You do carry his children, okay? But, but, but in addition, in addition to that, you get free housing, free meals, free travel, you get provided a vehicle, a sizable clothing allowance, which by the way, includes a shoe allowance, possibly even a closet for your shoes and free disposable income. What do you say? What do you say? It's, it's very simple. How dare you threaten us? How dare you threaten us with a monogamous relationship? You know, I saw the other headline. Uh, what was it? Um, from the Business Insider, they said, well, if you guys overturn Roe v. Wade, that's going to destroy hookup culture. And what will that do? Yes, exactly. What will that do? And the other one was, uh, uh, it, it said, here are seven TikTok dances that you can do to try to, um, to try to stop the overturn of Roe v. Wade. And then they had to edit it. I love how they actually, <laughs> they added a correction to this thing. And they said, update. Now that Roe v. Wade has been overturned, we acknowledge that potentially 
ta- you know, performing TikTok dances was probably not the best strategy to stop the overturn of Roe v. Wade. I'm just saying, just saying, look, I'm going to break this down very quickly, right? Break this down very easily for what happened. Abortion in the United States had kind of been at a stalemate for something like 20 years, right? And it was the idea of safe, legal, and rare, right? Safe, legal, and rare. That was the three magic words that led abortion to be at this point in the U.S. where everyone was just sort of in a, in a stalemate in the trenches, right? Nobody was gaining any traction one way or the other because safe, legal, and rare. And you couldn't even go back and find clips of Joe Biden saying stuff like this from just a couple of years ago, right? It's not even that long. Hillary Clinton said the same thing when she was Secretary of State, et cetera, et cetera. And so when you're in that situation, because remember, it's not about the left versus the right, right? Everybody gets this wrong. The old right consistently gets this wrong. It's not left versus right. You have left, you have right, and you have the normies. And the name of the game is red pilling normies. The name of the game is going to the normies and saying, this is the way things work. This is what they're lying about. This is how they're lying to you. This is how the government's lying to you. This is how the activists are lying to you. Here's the truth. Showing them the truth, cold, hard facts, and explaining what's going on. And so for the normies, they had been pretty cool with safe, legal, and rare. But then the problem was, the left went completely out of control. They started defending partial birth abortion. They started defending late-term abortion. They started saying crazy things like the child isn't a child if it's one day before birth, two days before birth, three days before, just crazy levels of stuff that they were talking about. Not to mention the fact that they're going in all in on grooming. We've got over the weekend, they had Boy Scouts uh, parading at the Pride Parade, right? The left went completely out of control. Why? Because they they have been drunk with power for the last 10 years. And so they are just losing their minds. And because of that, because they went so far out of control, normies swung back to the right. And the minute that they swung back to the right, the right said, guess what? Roe v. Wade is dead. Roe v. Wade is dead. Moloch is seething because he's losing his sacrifices. He's losing the gravy train. And the rest of the country is going to say, you know what? This should have been an actual states' rights issue all along. Let me start by saying this is a Dave Portnoy press conference. This doesn't reflect Barcelona, all right? Barcelona is 300 whatever people. They all may think certain ways. This is just me, how I feel. I feel like I have to speak on this issue. I already talked about it a little bit. To me, this is just pure insanity. Pure insanity. We are going backwards in time. We are literally going backwards in time. It it makes no sense how anybody thinks it's their right to tell a woman what to do with her body. I just don't get it. To take away the ability to make informed decisions on how they want to live their lives is bananas. I know people will be like, well, no, it's a constitutional issue. They're just giving it to the states. Well, like what, 20 states are saying they're going to overturn it right away? And what if you're poor in that state and you can't go to another state and things like that? It's just nuts to me. So the state of Texas is now instituting what they call the A2A program, truly a system. So what is the A2A? Alternatives to abortion. $100 million is being put into this fund, right? This isn't for weapons in Ukraine, right? This isn't for uh, some woke program. It's actually investing in your own citizens, investing in your own people. And, and, and listen to some of these things. because So I was at, I was at St. Patrick's Church um, this past Sunday, and a fantastic homily from the priest on 
on pro-life. And he said, look, here's the thing. As pro-lifers, we can't just say we love the baby. We have to love the mother as well. Love them both, right? Love them both. And so in order to do so, that means to set up a situation, preparations, and provision, right? Provision for women who find themselves in these situations that might be a dire situation. So what do you do, right? Well, in the state of Texas, they're putting money behind it. Counseling, mentoring, education services, classing on pregnancy, classes, parenting, adoption, life skills, employment readiness, material assets, such as car seats, clothing, diapers, and formula. And believe me, let me tell you something. I've got two kids, diapers. Yeah, you need the diapers. Care coordination through referrals to government assistance programs, social services, call center for information and appointment scheduling, housing and support services through maternity homes. They've served, and through 2020, by the way, They've served over 100,000 women already. The goal is designed to reduce abortions and improve pregnancy outcomes by helping women practice uh, sound health-related behaviors and improve prenatal nutrition, improve children's health, and the economic self-sufficiency of parents by continuing their education and to find a job. Now, I understand, by the way, so this is part of the new struggle that we're seeing between the new right and the old right. So the old right coalition of sort of the 1980s had at the centerpiece of it, this idea of small government, limited government, libertarian economics, right? And while, while social conservatives appreciate the free market and we appreciate competition and we, we appreciate, right, innovation and entrepreneurship, we want all those things. But at the same time, social conservatives and the new right understand that we don't just need to exist for the benefit of corporations, right? Our movement has to have at its center families. We are putting families first. And I love that Texas is doing this. I would hope that all 50 states, you got 49 more states to go, should be pushing this and we should be pushing federal programs for this. So it's simple. You take out necessarily, you know, just what do they call it? Naked capitalism, right? From the centerpiece of it. We're going to have capitalism. We're going to have the free market, but we're also going to put at the center strong family. A strong family is what? Economically viable. A strong family can exist on a single income, right? Single parent income. And third, a strong family is a safe family. So what does that mean? Safe communities, safe streets, safe cities. How do we get there? Got a lot of work to do. And that's all the time we have today. So concludes our human event special post row America. Now more than ever, our promise, our oath, our solemn bow to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us, share this out with one, just one of your normie friends and then leave us your five-star review. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. What do we talk about in this special? First, riots erupting across the United States amid the overturning of Roe. Next, the big companies saying that they'll pay for abortion travel after Roe's reversal. Not sure how they're going to track that. Sounds like free vacations for everybody. Third, pro-abortion activists threaten a sex strike. And then finally, Texas spending $100 million, I love this, to support alternatives to abortion. We need that in every single one of these United States Incredible win. We're going to be, of course, tracking the developments. More cases from the Supreme Court are coming out this week. We're also, of course, going to see a lot more developments in the states as states are going to have to decide what they do, right? Actually use like that little thing called democracy that we used to have, decide where they fall down on the issue of abortion. But first, it's time for today's history break. Today, 
in 2016, June 27th, the court ruled five to three that Texas cannot place restrictions on the del- could not place restrictions on the delivery of abortion services that created an undue woman under burden for a woman seeking an abortion. Now, listen, the majority at that point was Breyer, Kennedy, Ginsburg, Sotomayor and Kagan. The dissent, Alito, Roberts and Thomas. Listen to how fast. Look at how fast it's been six years. Six years ago, the the court was protecting a right to abortion that doesn't exist anywhere in the Constitution. This shows you how much the Supreme Court seats matter. Judicial activism is being overturned. We are returning to the Constitution. We are making America great again. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.